The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. MSW Media. And now, here's the universe letting us know it really doesn't want us to have a promo from Pitbull. I was wondering if you could do me one quick favor, say, hey, this is Pitbull, and you're listening to What We're Drinking with Dan Dunn. Hello, Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but it's, oh. it's official. What are we drinking? By the way, you, with dropped, Dan out, Dunn? you dropped out for a second there. So you, you, your phone went out. Let's try it one more time. Hello, Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide. Play with it. Got it. I think the universe does not want you to promote my show. Every time you do it, it keeps dropping out. But don't, don't worry about it, man. One more time, Chico. We'll, we'll one, more time. one more time, Chico. One, yeah. one more time. I'll try one more time. Right? Here we go. I'm going to try one more time. All right. Stay Chico. Big boom, Mr. 305. Better said, Mr. Worldwide, and it's official. You are listening to What Are We Drinking with Dan Dunn. You game play with it. Yeah. <laughs> That's good, man. Well, pour yourself a glass, sit for a spill. It's time to have some fun. Let's do a little thinking, some picking and a drinking. But this is what we're drinking with Dan Dunn. Everybody, welcome to this, the final full episode of 2021. Going to be dropping another three-minute bartender about eggnog, but other than that, this is it. It's the end of the year. We won't be back with new shows until January 2022. When thinking about how to wrap this up, I went back and looked at what I did last year for the holiday show. Kind of depressing to listen to it because... I talked a lot about the pandemic and how we were getting out of it, and this time next year everything was going to be great. And well, that's not the case necessarily, is it? What are you going to do? Here we are in the same boat. They're, in fact, they're saying it could get worse this January than it was last January. I don't know what to tell you. Well, I do know what to tell you, folks. Whatever you think, just if you haven't been vaccinated, just do it. I don't want to lecture you, but just do it. And I get it. Some of you are out there and you're like, you know, I, I pick my team. I'm on this team. The team that I chose to be on doesn't want to get vaccinated. But And you don't want to, you want to admit you're wrong. You don't want to say, well, I, I already joined this team. I want to stay on this team. But you just got to do it. Just, just go out and... and and get it done. All right. That's all. I, you know, I just, we all want to, we all want to get back to life, right? All right, all right, all right. 
So I was supposed to have a guest, a very well-known guest. I'm not going to say who it was because I don't want to disappoint you, but I, I had a well-known guest lined up to do this. I was going to go out and meet this person in Los Angeles. We're going to do it on location. But again, COVID had other ideas. So instead of that guest who I promise we will have in the future, I'm going to give you two, I got two poems. That's it. Yeah, you're like, don't tune out. Don't be a poem. Fuck poem. Don't listen to poems. These are good. These are fun. I hope when you hear them, they will move you to laughter and maybe even to tears. We're going to be short and sweet today. We're going to get in and out with this podcast. We can get to celebrating the holidays as best we can in this new reality we're living in. So first I want to start out by speaking to something that's uh, going on right now, something terrible, talking about war, and specifically the war on Christmas drinking. Now, among my fondest memories from growing up in Philly was when the whole family would pile into our beat-up station wagon on Christmas Eve, and we would drive out to the suburbs to see these ornate light displays on rich people's houses. mom always drove. She told us it was because she knew the best blocks for what we call driving the lights. And because my stepdad specialty was spotting Santa's sleigh in the night sky, but while it's a fact that my stepdad spent most of those rides gazing out the window into the darkness, I knew the real reason he never drove the lights was because he had his own special tradition, and that was guzzling beer the whole time we were out there in the car. And he was amazing at it. Averaged about a yingling and a half per house. Two, if we lingered at one of those places that looked like something out of a Clark Griswold acid trip. Now, my stepdad wasn't a bad drunk, mind you, just a very thorough one. At least when it came to Christmas. Every year, like clockwork, he started hitting the sauce with purpose around December 22nd, and he kept going until the final college bowl game on New Year's Day. And then he'd let everyone know he wouldn't be touching another drop until the lead-up to St. Paddy's Day, which started somewhere around the third week in January. Happy holidays, everyone! That was him, yeah. So back then, it never struck me as odd to see a grown man grog his own way straight through the holiday season, but that's probably because all the other grown men and women on our block were doing the same thing right alongside him. Drinking, eating, and singing, and doing who knows what else. Simply having... A wonderful Christmas time. We lived in a blue-collar neighborhood full of roofers, nurses, firefighters, construction workers. Getting blotto for 12 days straight was our parents' reward for busting their humps all year long just to keep roofs over our heads. And they didn't invent this behavior either. Though they might have been dim on the details, it turns out they were following a tradition that dates back to the Middle Ages when peasants would go wassailing which is a fancy way of saying the poorer folk would walk around their village knocking on wealthier folks' doors and demand booze in exchange for loud, drunken song. Those poor bastards weren't going to be denied, as evidenced by the infamous third verse of We Wish You a Merry Christmas, wherein the mob switches from good wishes and good tidings and asking for figgy pudding to make it clear they were not kidding around and maybe you could go put a little pep in your step. We won't go until we get some. We won't go until we get some. We won't go until we get some. So bring some out here. So next time you hear this ditty in a heartwarming K's commercial, just remember, it's the song of an angry, drunken mob. 
So woe betide the stingy Brahmin who denied the rabble their wassail bowl. Miserly houses were targeted with acts of mischief or vandalism. It was basically Halloween, except on Christmas, and with adults who were not only three sheets to the wind, but infinitely better than children at stomping decorations. It truly was the most wonderful time of the year. Which is to say, my stepdad's biggest problem wasn't drinking too much at the holidays. It was not getting out of the car and singing at the top of his lungs until the McWelthingtons came out and gave everyone shots of Jameson. So I'm not convinced there's a war on Christmas. I am now convinced there is a war on Christmas drinking. Take what happened to me the other day when some friends and I got lit up and headed over to Brentwood to get our wassail on. We rested before we even got to the second verse of Hopelessly Devoted to You. I think if Mr. Volta had just come outside with a bottle of tequila, all would have been forgiven. See, the old school wassailers were shameless, and if we really want to make Christmas drunk again... We're going to need to emulate them. So make sure you do your part to make Christmas drunk again this year. If we don't take a stand for the old ways of doing things, no one else will. It's urgent that we reestablish Christmas as a day when no one looks at you funny when you crack a bottle of scotch at 9 a.m. Besides, shouldn't parents have something to look forward to on Christmas morning as well? And happy holidays to you, my friend. You too, Mrs. Claus. All right, now... On to that poem that I promised you, the first of two. This one is called The Bash Before Christmas. T'was the bash before Christmas and all through the house, where family and friends all getting quite soused. The nog had been spiked with some rum, I should say. It could have been Bacardi or maybe Mount Gay. The children were nestled all snug in their beds while the grown-ups downstairs were getting lit out of their heads. There was wine, beer, liquor, and schnapps being poured, and champagne, hard cider, and port, and good lord! I'd imbibed so much hooch over the course of this year that I figured I'd share some to spread the good cheer. The Fortaleza tequila with lime was a hit, but not mixed with eggnog, no, that tasted like shit. The guests drank enough beer to fill a whale's bladder, while I swigged vodka soda so as not to get fatter. The single malt stash in a flash disappeared, just like my last girlfriend who said I was weird. But then who needs a girlfriend when you've got lots of Dom and Krug and Heitzik and some fruitcake from Mom? The no-made-at-Christmas means no costly presents, which means not spending six months in debt like a peasant. This is the part where I should mention St. Nick. To be perfectly honest, he's kind of a dick. Earlier this evening, he drank all the punch then hurled on the rug what was left of his lunch. Because a few slugs are fine, but too many is wrong, and we probably should never have pulled out the bong. I was thoroughly baked as a sweet potato pie, which I devoured whole. Again, because I was high. Before I tap out, let me leave you with this. I regret that it's not free booze, cash, or a kiss. It's a wish that this holiday good cheer abounds, and that Santa comes too, and picks up a few rounds. This episode is brought to you by Batiste Rum, a true original, the only American-aged rum made from single-origin, 100% fresh cane juice. They make it in a way that generates zero durable waste, 
and is carbon negative from ground glass. First rum in the world to do it this way. And with the holidays upon us, I am all about Batiste Rum Reserve. It's exceptionally clean tasting, rich and flavorful. It's a must-have for any serious spirits enthusiast and makes for a fantastic gift for anyone who loves discovering great new hooch. And right now, through the holidays, Batiste is offering my listeners 20% off their reserve rum. To get this deal, go to BatisteRum.com. That's B-A-T-I-S-T-E-R-H-U-M.com. Order and enter code RESERVE at checkout for 20% off Batiste Reserve Rum. Stay warm and sustainable this holiday season. Put on your favorite holiday album, pour a finger or two or three of Batiste Rum Reserve, and bring on the jolly. Friends, with Fresh Victor, making delicious craft cocktails has never been easier. This holiday season, try their line of award-winning delicious cocktail mixers with any spirit or sparkling wine, and you're good to go. Enjoy your guests without the stress of having to play master mixologist. At Fresh Victor, they source only the finest and freshest ingredients, including cold-pressed juices, to create healthier, clean-label cocktail mixers. And Fresh Victor just came out with a winter cocktail recipe book you can flip through online or download and print. Just go to their Instagram, at Fresh Victor Cocktails, and click on the link in the bio to find that book. And that's not all. Act now to get 20% off Fresh Victor Mixers. Simply go to FreshVictor.com, fill up your shopping cart, and at checkout, enter promo code WWD20 to get 20% off your order. The holidays are here. It's time to treat you and yours with the very best mixers on the market. And that's Fresh Victor. Hey, this is Big J. Okerson, and you're listening to What We're Drinking with Dan Dunn. Fly, Eagles, fly. On the road to victory. Fight, fight, fight. Fly, fly Eagles, fly. Score a touchdown. touchdown. One, two, One, two, three. Hit him high. Fly, hit him low. And watch, watch our eagles fly. fly. <laughs> We're massacring it. Eagles fly. We're so drunk. On the road to victory. Let's bring it home. E A G L E S Spelling. Go. We are ripped. This show is dropping on a Tuesday, and tonight, my beloved Philadelphia Eagles will be playing the Washington Redskins in a game that was rescheduled because of COVID. Yeah, we're all about that. And. Well, I'm hoping the Eagles beat the Redskins tonight, get a little bit closer to the playoffs. That's what I want for Christmas this year. If you're listening, Santa, come on. Help a brother out. Now, back in the beginning of this mess, I composed a poem that was inspired by the inimitable Dr. Seuss. I'm a big Seuss fan. It's not of the problematic shit, but the rest of it, okay? I've done this on this show before, so if you heard it, you want to drop out now, hey, have a great holiday. See you next year. But you may want to, if you haven't heard it, I think you're going to dig it. And even if you have, maybe listen again. It's 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 a good one. So um, I wrote this with a lot of hope. I was projecting to the post-COVID future we're all longing for. One that I thought arrived a couple of months ago, but now seems to be back. <laughs> anyway, I'm 
Again, I'm projecting in the future. This is a take on a Dr. Seuss poem. It's called, Oh, the Places You'll Go Drink, and here it is. Congratulations, the virus has gone away. You're off to drink whiskey. You're off and away. You have money in your wallet. You have a great thirst for booze. You can get a cocktail or shot any place you choose. You're on your own, and you know what to think. And you are the one who'll decide what to drink. you look at cocktail lists, look them over with care. About some, you will say, I don't choose to go there. With your wallet full of money and a thirst that is great, you're too smart to drink anything second rate. You may not find Woodford or Michter's or Whistlepig, but don't fret, oh no, you'll find something to swig. There's a Kentucky bourbon trail for you to avail. On that trail, things can happen and frequently do to devoted whiskey drinkers as thirsty as you. And then things start to happen. Don't worry. Don't stew. Just enjoy that angel's envy aged in char number two. Oh, the places you'll go drink. You will come to a place where the entrance is not marked. They call it a speakeasy. It's cool and it's dark. A place you could drink scotch or vodka or even gin. Do you dare to stay out? Hell no, you're going in. It's happy hour after all. Not to celebrate would be a sin. When you go in, oh, what will you try? An old-fashioned, a mint julep, or a caraway rye? You drink something neat or with an ice cube. With so many options, I'm afraid you will find it's hard for a mind maker-upper to make up her mind. You've been stuck at home forever, all that waiting and staying, but now you can go to where the cover bands are playing. All the bars have reopened, once more you're riding high. Ready for the next round, oh my. Because you're a next round buying kind of guy. Oh, the places you'll go. There's beam to be sipped. There are friends to be hugged. Bartenders to be tipped. And the magical things you can do in a bar will serve as a reminder of how awesome things are. The quarantine is over. You're happy as can be. You're not stuck on your couch streaming awful TV. It's been so long since everything went wrong. The truth is that 2020 and 2021 have been very tough years. You've suffered greatly. You've cried many tears. Life is hard, whether you like it or not. And Alone is something you've been quite a lot. When you were alone, there's a very good chance you missed going out and socializing. You missed wearing pants, but you held it together, donning masks, doing Zooms, even though at times you were running on fumes. But on you went the world had gone crazy. On you kept going, even when you felt lazy. You homeschooled your kids while working two jobs. On where you trudged. You were up to the task. Though, let's face it, at times you really needed your flask. Now you're back having a cocktail at your favorite bar. You took an Uber, not your car. And you've forgotten your problems, whatever they are. The world is still mad, of course, as you already know. There's a strange new normal. It's like any normal you've known. To be sure, when you imbibe, do so with care and moderation. And remember that life's both a tragedy and a celebration. Just never forget to work hard at being happy. Never mix up your ten-eye with your pappy. Will you be okay? Yes, you will indeed. 98 and three-quarter percent guaranteed. Friend, you'll raise many a toast. So be it Makers or Bakers or Noah's Mill or George T. Stagg, Bullet or Heaven Hill, you're off to have whiskey 
Today is the day. Your bar stool is waiting, so get on your way. And with that, friends, I bid you a fond farewell for this year. I want to thank you for tuning in all the times you have and supporting the show in so many ways. It's kept me going, and I hope I've helped maybe make your life uh, you know, a little bit better along the way. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to 2022 and, and hopefully we're going to finally turn that corner towards something resembling the normal that we knew before. I invite you to follow me on the social media at the imbiber. The podcast is at WWD underscore podcast. And again, stay safe, stay healthy, give the people you love a hug, and I will see you in a few weeks. Happy holidays, everyone!